0: Storm Debbie has been naturally the big talking point here for the past day or two. Red weather warnings issued for 10 different counties and a lot of disruption caused to public transport and to schools as well. Columnist and CEO of the Iona Institute, David Quinn, is with me on the line today because, David, you think Met Aaron are actually too quick to issue these weather warnings.
1: Well, I mean, so I put up on um, uh, X slash Twitter yesterday, um, just a simple tweet, um, discuss MetAaron is now too ready to issue drastic warnings about storms and eventually people will stop listening so I'm just wondering if, there, if you eventually get to a boy cries wolf kind of effect so a lot of the country um, had a, you know a red alert warning yesterday mm. a status red warning and you look at um, what a red alert means and I see on the MetAaron website itself rare and very dangerous weather conditions from intense meteorological phenomena, take action to protect yourself and your property, and so on, and there's a whole list of other things. And you see, now, I'm saying this completely as a layperson, but if I see a warning that um, this is a really, really dangerous storm coming in and it's so bad we're going to issue a status red warning for a good chunk of the country, then I'm, in my own mind anyway, expecting something like... um, the hurricanes you see striking Florida, which are really devastating. And you really do have to take care to protect your property and to stay indoors and to keep yourself safe. And so if, if yesterday was this um, status red warning for a large part of the country, and a lot of us just didn't see a storm of that kind of intensity, then what happens when one that's really bad arrives on the scene? And um, that is a really devastating storm because we've got so conditioned to thinking that something that's not so bad is a status red storm. We mightn't listen properly when a real status oh, okay. red storm appears.
0: Yeah, I, I I hear what you're saying. I suppose though the 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 red alerts were issued to the best of my knowledge to about a third of the country there were about 10 counties I think uh, in, included um, gusts of 115 kilometres an hour were recorded in parts of the yep. country and and I accept the point you know look you have power outages there was about 100,000 homes and businesses with no power for a period fine but there were parts of, of Galway in particular that were really seriously affected by flooding not just this time we had the same issue in Middleton and Cork about two and a half weeks ago as well like businesses Absolutely devastated, homes destroyed. Does that not qualify, though, as what you're talking
1: about? Well, I mean, maybe in those parts of the country. Um, But again, I'm just sort of reinforcing the point that when you do see something that's maximum category warning, then you're expecting a kind of really, really severe storm, as I say, of the type you see, you know, ripping through other countries and causing immense damage. Uh, I I, I was looking up, actually, the, um, uh, the British equivalent of the Met Office, and uh, it was, and this is on the BBC website uh, as well, and it's looking at what are the criteria for naming the storm and for issuing um, amber, uh, yellow, and red warnings. Um, and it was saying that Met Aaron is a bit faster to issue an amber warning than the British Met Office, for example. So there seems to be a certain amount of subjectivity. I'll put this link up in my uh, Twitter feed so people can see it for themselves. There seems to be a level of subjectivity involved uh, in whether a Met Office in Country A issues an amber or red alert warning or um, um, a Met Office in Country B. So it does seem to vary. And uh, and the concern again would be that I suppose like if you're Met Aaron and you're deciding what kind of uh, a warning to issue, you're inclined to err on the side of safety. So how much
0: risk is acceptable risk?
1: Yeah, so you'd hate to be the person who issues an amber warning and it turns out that it should have been red and people didn't take proper measures to protect themselves. So I I think there's an element of that going on. Kind of very much a safety first mentality but the danger again is if you issue too many red alert warnings uh, that don't really that red alert then people are not (laughs) I've
0: got to be honest though, David though like I actually feel a little bit sorry for Matt Aaron in this because I think they're damned if they do and they're damned if they don't do you know like uh, two and a half weeks ago there was people here on the show rang in and they were complaining um that met Aaron ha- was it that they hadn't issued the red warning quick enough with regards I to the flooding in Cork the flooding yeah in in Middleton, so like sure
1: they, they can't win. No, it was a really difficult situation, because then there's somebody like me coming on and saying they're, over, they're overdoing it. <laughs> it. And then they're overdo it. And then they don't overdo it, and then they've got to complain, hey, hey, you should have actually you should have done yeah. So, so it was difficult. But I don't know, like, I mean, um, uh, like, I remember, and um, I don't know, like I don't know if, you, if you remember or your listeners remember, I just don't remember these sort of drastic warnings being issued as much in the
0: past. No. Uh,
1: I don't remember going to school ever and school being called off or postponed until later in the day. I just don't ever remember that happening. And even allowing for uh, global warming and the increased frequency of storms, you still imagine that in all the decades growing up and, and your kids Well, I,
0: I lived in Donegal on top of a hill uh, and literally, and we had plenty of snow days where school was called off. So I, I do remember that, but I take your point that there definitely seems to be an awful lot more of them now. So you just think we're too too quick um, to, to wave the red flag. Is that a post-Covid thing, David? I
1: I, I I just wonder if it has something to do with it because um, during Covid, and you saw, by the way, during Covid, different countries took different approaches to the restrictions they brought in and some were extremely risk-averse. Um, uh, for example, New Zealand, we were pretty risk-averse, like was, voice was here saying, we should be like New Zealand and we went nearly like New Zealand and then there was other countries like Sweden that never went into lockdown at all. So obviously there's different... Like, like, they're all following the same science, but they obviously have a different attitude to risk. And they're willing to say, well, hang on, you know, I want to take a few more risks here because I don't want to be curtailing our liberties too much. And that seems to be the Swedish attitude. And in Ireland, like we had some of the strictest measures in the whole of Europe. We have schools closed longer, we have construction closed longer, we the churches closed longer, etc. So there's definitely, in different countries, different attitudes to okay. and I wonder if we've become extremely risk averse here and safety first and maybe we're overdoing it.
0: 1800 453 106 is the number. Are Metair and too quick to issue red alert weather warnings? I want to hear from people today on this. David, thanks a million for joining okay. us. Thank you. Martin's on the line as well. Martin, Galway was, was pretty badly hit yesterday. Do you agree with David Quinn?
2: I, I cannot say that I do um, I, I think that uh, Galway was pretty badly hit. Um, I saw Salt Hill with cars underwater. Now, now I struggle to understand how either people didn't hear or did hear and didn't take notice of it. And and that com- comes back to David's point, well, m- maybe people um, are listening to this and saying, well, il- well, we hear too many of them, it will not happen here. But, but I think there's a fundamental misunderstanding that this is a health issue, a health protection issue. These alerts are to protect people. And of course, we're very lucky to have models which can predict these adverse events. But they're not accurate enough to say, well, this mile or this square mile is going to get a gust of this magnitude it's going to take down that tree and it's going to go on top of your car. It, it does, it's not as accurate as that. And I think if you are in that business of protecting your population. And there is a probability that you're not actually, correct. there's an error in the model. You, you have to err on the safe side. And uh, I think that um, th- that's the requirement. And li- I liken it to, and people say, well, yeah, but hold on a second, then you've given us this warning and it hasn't happened to me. But I have the situations, I, I know the guy in, 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 in Clarendon Bridge, you'll find that he was shocked. And, and we, after these adverse events and people who have been impacted by them, they're shocked uh, that it happened to them. And I say, well, we've had the red warning. You've flooded, you've ruined your premises. Yes, you're shocked, but this sort of was predicted. But, but in any case...
0: But maybe not, maybe, not the, 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 true, the extent of it, though, Martin.
2: Maybe not the extent of it, but it was a red warning. So, so I agree. So, so I agree with you that people mustn't hear what red is. It is, this is really bad. And it's it's meant to be life-threatening. But, but if I go back then and I say, I want to put this in context in relation to a safety warning to the population. So if I, if I take an analogy, so when you drive, you put on a seatbelt. That's for your safety. What about if after each journey, you said, well, for the last two journeys, I didn't need the seatbelt, so I'm not going to wear it again. Somebody would say, well, sorry, you missed the point. The point was that if there's a probability that it might happen in that event, you need to be protected. So in the same way, a red warning is, there's a probability that you could be affected by this event. I think, thankfully, it happened in the early hours of the morning. but mm, if Less you were
0: people out lucky, on the roads and less public transport, yeah. all of that.
2: And I drove on a road where there was poles down across the road and trees. If you were unlucky enough to be there, it might have cost you your life. And it's one thing about preventative actions as well, I say. When you save lives through prevention, you get no credit for Mm. it because they haven't. Oh, well, that's the point. I mean,
0: I I really do feel for for Matt Aaron in this because I, I I just don't think, I think there's no winning. You can't win at all, you know, and, and if you don't issue the red warning and there is serious, um, if there's loss of life or the the extent of damage that we've seen in parts of the country previously, like sure, everybody's jumping up and down. Where was the red warning? Alan O'Reilly from Carlo Weather is with us as well on the line. Alan, do you think that the weather forecaster is too quick to wave the red flag?
3: No, I don't think so at all. I think they're very rare, the red warnings. Um, I think you could have a discussion about the yellow warnings, 100%. I think they've, they've mentioned, On Shardock has said, that they're looking at issuing less of those. Um, and I think they do kind of give a warning fatigue. But red warnings are very rare. And I and I would just clarify one thing, to be fair to Clarenbridge. The, the warning, the red warning for Galway was for East Galway and it was for wind. There was no warning for coastal flooding because, as we discussed before, Andrea, we do not have a flood mm-hmm. warning system. So, to be fair to Galway, the coast was not expected to see a red warning. It was East Galway that the warning was issued for. And it's interesting that we talk about a warning for East Galway after I was on with you after the Middleton Middletons, nice. we were saying, why couldn't we have a red warning for East Cork? So, you know, I think to be fair to my Aaron, it looks to me like they've taken some of the feedback on board and they are learning from, from you know, maybe past um, events. But a red warning is issued for a risk to life, a risk to life. It doesn't mean that a tree is going to fall down in your garden or in your town. I mean, there was lots of people messaging me, Andrea, with pictures of damage done in many parts of the country, was Common, Longford, um, you know, roof tiles came off, roofs and, and really damaged cars very badly if they'd hit somebody, you know. And, and one of the people said to me, if I had been out that morning getting ready maybe to bring the kids to school, I could have been hit by one of those. it's impossible to be 100% accurate with these. And these storms, I mean, that storm didn't even exist on the weather charts last Friday. Debbie went from being kind of not really anything at all to them developing very fast. And if the track of that storm had been a little bit further south and if it had have hit more into Dublin, I think your first contributor and many others would have had a very different experience. Now, there was some very large trees came down in Dublin, but the track of the storm, you know, you cannot pinpoint. It's weather forecasting. Mm. It's impossible to pinpoint. Well, the only I,
0: I was away last week, and I know I got a push notification from Eireann, and I think they actually, did, did they not warn, Alan, of yeah p- potential danger to life so due a, to the wind of- gusts?
3: Yes, they did, for the red warning, they did. And there was an advisory issued by Metair on Saturday, to be fair, to say that there was weather coming. It just it wasn't very clear at that stage. But I, I would also say the only real criticism that I had from, from a lot of my followers was around the late school announcement and inconsistency around the fact that schools were told to, ch- to co- close in orange counties. And that's where I think the inconsistency confuses people because we've been told in the past that a red warning means... That things close down and you don't go outside. But that in an orange warning, you know, it's up to each.